Welcome to Cars 1 and... Oh, there's Roscoe. A podcast that allows two besties who happen to be motoring journalists talk or argue about cars while drinking wine. Roscoe is the Boston Terrier who can clear a room with his bombs. My name is Julie Maguire and my co-host is car magazine editor Terence Steenkamp. Hey you! <laughs> oh, excited. Together we have over 20 years experience in the motoring industry. Basically, we know our shit. Yeah. Not so much about wine on the other hand. We just really love to drink it. Disclaimer, don't drink and drive and then try and blame us. Okay, so welcome everybody. Hey. Hey, we're excited. I don't know. I think it's because we have had some wine already. Yeah. Let's talk about the wine. What are we drinking? We've got Roscoe in the background with a squeaky toy. That's fantastic. What are we drinking? So tonight we are having Kamusha Come again? Red. Kamusha. Mm, what's that? Is that um, a name? Did you just make that up? No, Kamusha. Is it like really a name? It's literally the bottles there. You can read it. I'm not lying to you. Oh, okay. Kamusha. Oh. Um, so it's made by a guy called Tinashe who works at the test kitchen. Oh, fancy pants. He's from Zim. Yeah. Um, and this is the red blend. And it is made up of Cab Sov and Sinso Sinsalt. Can't be oh, salt, eh? I don't even know that. No, I'm saying Sinsalt. Sinsalt. Let's I mean, go with that. Fuck it, whatever that um, yeah. wine grape is, it is gorgeous. Oh. And uh, full disclaimer, mm-hmm. uh, while we being objective still and whatever, but um, this was given to us by Andile from VW. Oh, look at you pushing we, the name dropper. Yeah, we love and adore him. Well, we do. Oh, um, and it's thank you for the wine. It mm. is it is so nice. This Kamosha. I've had their white blend as well. Oh. Which is a Shenan and Semiol. Oh. And is really divine. Like really and I met the guy who makes it. Oh. Like he's super friendly and and like is so knowledgeable. So it was just uh, this is a like it feels more personal. This is wonderful. Gotta love a story behind a wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that. I think it's divine. Like I love, love red wine. But it doesn't love me back. Yeah, okay, so yeah. tomorrow I know I'm going to feel like shit. But this is what I do for our listeners. Hey? I feel like this one is worth it. It's yeah, going to be totally. worth the hangover. That is why. That's why I've got to do it. And you probably find like most people wouldn't get a hangover because it's nice wine. Mm. I just, my body goes hell to the no. Yeah, you love a dry white. Huh? Mm. Love me a little Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, love it. Love yeah. it. So, I'm speaking about the Hyundai Venue, which you haven't driven yet, have you? I have. I have, have you driven it? I, since, um, since we discussed what Talking we're going to this. record. Okay. So professional. No, so professional. Um, so glad I you have. me in. Yeah, I should have. Mm. Sorry, mm. Jules. Sorry, listeners, mainly. Yeah. Uh, we got a test car um, at car this week, so mm. I have driven it. So I can give opinions. Okay, yeah. Which yes. I suppose is the point of this podcast, That is really. the main, main yeah. point of it, yeah. Obviously, with like T-Cross launching this year, and then C3, Citroen C3 Aircross as well, they came out. Now we've got another subcompact SUV. I mean, they're just what the hell is a subcompact flooding. SUV? It's what this is. That it's what like is, a what is that? Well, you can't if it's a compact SUV. Like a like a Tiguan is a compact SUV. A Tucson is. Yeah. This is subcompact, so it's like. Like a compact, compact issue. It's a really fancy way of describing it. I like feel like at Car Magazine, as the editor, you should know that too. We call them small crossovers. 
Uh, crossover is so 2015. Yes. So subcompact. So, you guys should start using that term. Well, uh, also, let's just let our readers into a little thing. Sure. Five minutes before this recording, Jules had to explain to me in detail what TikTok is. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I have not heard about it. Well, I've made seven videos already. I've got a hundred thousand views. Uh, follow me on TikTok, you guys. You can don't because he's not on it, but you can follow me. I <laughs> no. actually have an account. Follow Jules on TikTok and follow us on social media. Why don't we ever punt on social media we channels? Yeah, we should. We'll do that at the end of this. Also, Roscoe is loving life with this squeaky ball and now he's trying to find everything else and anything to eat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Although, a lot of heavy breathing going on. Had an enormous bowl of food. Oh, so actually should be fine. Yeah. I think anyway. he's just pissed off that we're not paying attention to him. Anyways, back to the venue. <laughs> which, oh gosh, that name. I can't cope well, with it. Well, I'm sorry, it is. We'll get to how good the car is because I think it is good. Yeah. It's a turd of a name. A Anyone else here? The Roscoe also <laughs> loves Kamusha Red Blend. <laughs> Oh, some pet lover is going to be like, you don't give your uh, dog wine. No, no, no. It is. It's, it's H2O. It's filtered water mm. with a probiotic in it. Genuinely. Yeah. So his Oh my God, you want to know parents. No, otherwise he has the squirts all over the place. I've got an oh, old cottage God. that still, the renovation still not finished. So no. my tip from the last episode No, stands. I'm still in concrete and paint. Sorry about it. No. But um, with wooden floorboards and well... Runny poop doesn't work. Goes in every crevice. I mean, this podcast has taken a turn, hey? Do you not love that word, crevice? No, I just like literally skipped straight over that. Anywho, so okay, so the venue, okay, the name sucks. Um, they have said that they've made it sort of like a global name because then they don't have to change the name in all okay. other countries. And good thinking there, because, you know, like, I've done a couple of videos on, like, Kona and whatever that means, like, vagina or labia minora in one country, but, like, doesn't mean it here. And yeah. Creta, Why is like, it with car companies and car names? And vaginas. That just are genitals in other languages. I mean, I love it. And I'm so bummed that this isn't a genital or <laughs> labia. Again, back to the venue. Um, so, I... I would, you know, I'm quite a T-Cross lover. I, I yeah. quite enjoyed that car. And God, God, Roscoe's literally just, okay, what do you need? I find it to be a fantastic little product. Um, the only thing that really bothers me, and I'm going to just like start it off with this, is that only the top of the range, trim level, which is the Glide, yeah. um, only that has a 60-40 split rear bench, whereas the other two models don't. And I just think where this is a compact SUV, subcomber, whatever it is, it's a family car, it should all be practical. And yeah. that's not practical enough for me that you're going mid-range and now you don't have a 60-40 split. I find it, I also find it odd because the, the mid-range model, what is the name again? I'm going to go with Fluid. Fluid. Yes, it is the fluid. Yes. Should have known that. Mm, sure. um, this is also, we're recording it on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Having uh, Kumusha. Yeah. Um, so, Second bottle down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, um, that's the one you want to get. Yes. The mid-spec one. Because it finds the best balance between like all the luxuries you want and the safety equipment. Six airbags. Yes. Um, like the, the lovely things in the cabin and then yet it has this 
fixed seat back yeah. that you have to pull forward. And then you look at T-Cross and, and C3 Aircross that both have sliding rear yeah. benches. Yeah. So you, so I did the sit behind myself test in mm. the venue today. So I'm 1.85 meters tall. It's always a good measure if you're that high to see like how a car uses space. Yeah. Um, and I could just, I could fit behind my driving position in the venue. And there was like a centimeter or two clearance in front of my knees to the driver's seat. But in a T-Cross and a C3 aircraft, a T-Cross and Aircross. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it's a tricky, tricky one. Tricky, tricky. But in both of those with the bench slid all the way back, there is a fairly substantial amount of legroom. Yes. So you, uh, it gives you that option of yeah. finding that balance. Whether you like screw your passengers, I need luggage space, or I don't need luggage space, here's passengers, enjoy the legroom. Yeah. Because they how often option. actually is your boot full? Or do you have passengers? Or do you have passengers? Unless, and a kitty is sure, like family car, if you've got kitties. Yeah. But again, they don't need like the massive legroom. Yeah. But then if you slide the bench back in something like the T-Cross and the Citroen, yes. it's easier getting that child seat in. Um, yeah. they're, they're not kicking your seat no, behind you. No. You're stuck in traffic. You're thinking, reassessing why you had kids in the first place. Yes, exactly. Um, but Jules, the main thing is the interesting thing about this car, and um, you'll know this, is it's under four meters long. Yes. Because then it, it comes into a different class. Oh my God, Roscoe is, is now to trying to pour me. What is um, he's, just, he's now basically standing on the side of Terence's chair, staring at him. Pissed off that we're not paying attention to him. That's what he's saying, buddy. Sorry, but okay. oh, Daddy yeah, has to work for no money at all. Uh, but hopefully, some wine in future. Yeah, yeah. Dan's our editor, by the way, for the listeners who don't know. He has to listen to all of this and then cut it for you. Oh, fabulous human being. We love him. Um, so it's it's under four meters, so it falls into a different um, taxation class. Um, so, I mean, there's only so much. And Hyundai's done a lot to, to fit in a lot Yes. in under four meters. Yeah. But, okay, so practicality aside, what do you think it's like to drive? So, okay, so it's got the one liter turbocharged petrol engine. I drove the six-speed manual, and I actually drove the auto as well. I think that the manual I preferred, only because I could, you can kind of um, get a lot more out of the engine, you know, yourself with it. Mm. Um, in fairness, I feel like it's sort of back-to-back oh, -back with the T-Cross. Like, the T-Cross for me has a little bit more oomph to it and felt a little bit more solid, but that is something that VW does so, yeah. so very well. This doesn't drive badly in any way mm. and it does feel quite refined and the interior is um again like there's some sort of cheap plasticky feels but again you're not in a premium car you've got to you know bear yeah. that in mind um so overall like i quite enjoyed it um i don't know why the t-cross still has that little edge over it and even maybe the c3 aircross i th but again and even actually stanny the you know one of the head of hyundai south africa um marketing, he, marketing yeah. yeah he made a comment he said you know it's going to come down to customer preference and this is that segment for me where you've got to go out and drive a ford ecosport a c3 aircross a t-cross a venue and whichever one you love the best you buy yeah, that one yeah. and you're not going to get a bad product. The only thing here is that Hyundai does have a great sort of warranty service plan system going on. Yeah. But it is a little bit more expensive than the T-Cross model for model. 
Okay. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree with you on the T-Cross. I think just in terms of how it drives, um, it just feels a bit more grown up, mm. a bit more rounded. To me, slightly more refined. Like it's a little bit punchier because it has a decent slug extra torque. Yeah. It's like 200 versus, what is it, 172 sure. on the on the venue uh and then the ford counters with probably the best like three-cylinder turbocharged engine in that market with that ecoboost yes. like that lovely little one liter engine yeah um, and and less expensive and less expensive mm. and then this market's going to be like turned on its head in a few months when Renault launches the captor and Peugeot brings in the new 2008 both on paper and like in in appearance if you look at their pictures look like really stunning but french brands but which, french brands which so, somehow doesn't sell as yeah well, well renault does yeah Renault's, um, yeah, yeah but then peugeot and citroen um and you and i were on the launch of the c3 aircraft yes. they are promising massive things in terms of service backup they've yeah. got a five-year hundred thousand k warranty and service plan yeah that's massive uh, which is the best service plan in that mm. in that market by far yeah uh, this is going to be really interesting. I like the venue. Yes. Um, it's got a good little engine. I wish that we were able to drive the one liter motion manual, the, the one that's 274,900 Rand, because yeah. that's like the entry, entry level one. T-Cross is obviously bringing their, their um, model, which will be under 300,000 Rand, so they've promised yeah. next year. Um, I would like to drive that and sit in that, because if it's anything like the fluid, then sure, great. Like, yeah. I would say go for it. But I don't want to get into that and feel like I'm in a very, very budget car. Yeah. And I feel like that might be like, I, I just don't know. I have this feeling. It's, um, yeah, this, the venue is, it's an interesting one. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to harm sales of the i20, I think. Yes. Because it's a far more interesting car. Oh, for sure. Uh, than the i20. As accomplished gotta... and like rounded as the i20 yeah. is. This is a lot more interesting. People like to be a little bit higher. Like yeah. I do. Yeah. I prefer to drive, like ride a bit higher. Feel like I'm in a little bit of an SUV. Yeah. You and know? we've spoken about it so many times. It almost is like a car projecting some message about your lifestyle. Oh. Where it's like, I, I don't just drive a Polo or an i20 or a Fiesta. Like, on weekends, I do adventurous things. Yeah, where those people do. don't. No, the most adventurous don't. things is trying a new Woolies further down the road. Yeah, 100%. It's like, and, oh my God, and I mm. cannot find the spices. <laughs> That's as adventurous <laughs> as it gets. I mean, that is me. I mean, I try to find that oh, onion marmalade. And I'm like, where? Which Woolies must I go to? No, Jules, I don't want to preempt your tip of the week. Sure. But I is it onion marmalade on a bri breaky? <gasps> no, I don't do that. What I do you? no, I do, you do a classic. I do a classic chutney jam, or man. apricot jam. Yeah. Because I don't enjoy onion marmalade. I just it's like it just gives it repeats on me. Yeah. Mm. Well, there are factions. Mm, uh, mm. We get <laughs> derailing completely. Digressing. But some people okay. believe that you put nothing on a bribery except cheese, onion, and tomato, salt, and pepper. Yeah, which I do love that too. Yeah, same. Classic toasted salmi. Oh, yeah. But mm. I love it with that onion marmalade. Yes, we're digressing, hey? Yeah, but it's fine. But yeah. Okay, but so basically the venue we do quite love. I think, I think if you buy it, you're going to be thrilled. 
mm. you know, if you've, if you've done your homework and you've driven all of them, you're going to yeah. be happy with either one of those three or four that we've mentioned. Yeah, because they all, um, they're all good. I mean, you don't love the eco sport, like out of, if you had to choose out of those four that I've mentioned, obviously there are a number of them that are still in that category that we haven't mentioned, but like you aren't overly sold on the eco sport as much as you maybe would be on say the T-Cross or the venue. Um, yeah, yeah, that's correct. I've, I've never, I've never been a massive fan of the eco sport just because I think Ford makes such great passenger cars. Yeah. And something about the eco sport has never just felt as, as sophisticated as a Fiesta, for example. I'm a big fan of the Fiesta. Yes. And yeah. this is supposed to be like roughly as good as the Fiesta and the EcoSport just isn't. For me, the dark horse there is the C3 Aircross. Oh, I'm a massive fan of that car. I also am. I, but yet, I, I understand people's sort of like apprehension towards buying a Citroen and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But if, like you say, like you've got to look into the fact that they're really trying to get their yeah. customer... Well, or customers trust and earn their trust back or whatever and say we're not leaving the country you know again mm. we're gonna we, we're here to stay and you've got all you've got five years you've got so much to sort of keep you feeling yeah. secure in and like massive decision. promises about like part supply and availability yes. and courtesy cars if if they can't what is it 48 hours yeah then you get um, one so i i Probably would say um, the T-Cross is the the standard yes. in that segment. And clearly South African buyers have been responding because oh, it's in top 10. Smashing it. Uh, you see them everywhere. Everywhere. I've seen them all over the place. Um, but they, it's a it's a market that's saturated with really good cars. The yep. one we haven't spoken about just uh, briefly is the Kia Seltos as yes. well oh, that's, that's joining now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So slightly, slightly more premium, slightly a higher price because I think it's a little bit bigger. It is bigger, yeah. Um, and you get that 1.4 turbo with like massive spec on the top spec, but then you're in the 400s. Yes. Yeah. Then you could go for you like almost hitting Sportage vibes. Then yeah. you are, which you and I <gasps> agree. We, I love. We both love the yeah. Sportage. I wish if I had the money. Yeah. Or maybe an XC40, but also a Sportage. Yeah. Oh, there's or there's so many cars I'd buy. Mazda CX-5. Basically, we just buy all the cars. Yeah, all the cars. All the cars. Okay. So let's move on from that. Okay, so now, our question email. Mm. Okay, so many people ask me how they get to do what we do. <laughs> I know this is so random. It's not a car Don't. thing. Yeah. So I was like, what is your advice here? And genuinely, I had in my head, I was like, don't do it if you want to make money. Yeah. One. Two, if cars are your passion, that's not enough. My thing is you need to be writing um, needs to actually be your passion. If you want to be a motoring journalist and yeah. write about cars, first off, you need to love writing because your car passion can come second. Or you can you don't even have to have a car passion to be a motoring journalist. I think you can learn that. That's a skill you can learn. Yeah. But writing, that is your number one skill you need if you want to be a motoring journalist. Yeah. I think. Um, it's uh, our industry is evolving very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what we like a cars model is is very consumer driven, mm. and it's it's the same thing you're doing, but in a I think with a lighter tone, but still like good, proper, useful advice. And then you've got a, a different side of of the industry where it's it's more focused on social media, 
and nothing wrong with that. It's yes. just different ways of doing sure. something. Um, but still I, need to know how to write because no one wants to read a social media post that has spelling mistakes. In the I, I agree with you. I, I completely agree with you. I think uh, the gold standard is to love cars and be interested in cars. Like yeah, oh, yeah. actually be genuinely interested in cars sure. and not be interested just in M3s and uh, C63s oh, and totally. Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Don't be like, I want to be blah. like, I want to be driving fancy fucking sports cars. So yeah. I want to be a motion journalist, so I get to drive that. That's not what it is. That's not what we do. Like, it is not what we do. And the other thing is, 95% of the time, we're not driving yeah. fabulous or even normal cars. Yeah. We're sitting in front of a, a computer, yep. trying to get a story out or, or get a video edited or whatever yeah. the case is. Um, so I would say I have an appreciation for cars in general. Like yes. you need to, uh, you need to find the good in in a Renault Quid and a Datsun Go, all the way up to a Ferrari and a Lamborghini and a Rolls sure. Royce. And so that's really crucial. Secondly, the writing is super important. Thirdly, is contacts. Yeah. Um, getting contacts in the industry and yeah. and chatting to um, the PRs and comms managers and. Yeah, but you can't do that if you if you're not in the industry yet. So mine no. would be like contact sort of like the guild or something like yeah. the guild of South African guild of motion journalists, you know, to try and get yourself in there, start your own blog, chat to dealers, etc., and prove yourself because that is like yeah. any job in the world. You have to prove yourself. You start somewhere quite low and you get to where you want to eventually be. But regardless of whether you're going to do a blog, a vlog, social media only, presenting videos, or writing or TikTok. You need to know how to create content before your passion for cars. Yeah. Those kind of mold into each other eventually. But you need to be a content creator yeah. first and foremost before you are a petrol head. And be a content creator. Yes, that for... was good. I just have to say. I, I, I feel like that, that was, was profound. That was profound yeah. and Actually, that's just the end of the podcast, and we can't say anything. <laughs> no, we have to do our tip so of the week. No, no, what, no. I, what I want to say, sorry, just on that, is create content, know how to create content, but know who you're creating content oh, for. Oh, yes. Know your know reader, your, your listener, audience. your audience, yeah. Really know your audience. You're not creating content for yourself. You're not creating it for PRs. No. Um, anyone else. I mean, you we are literally creating this for ourselves, because we have no idea who our listeners are. And it's, we did this because... We chat like this all the time. Yeah. You, why are you looking at me like that? Because um, I I think you implying that I'm a hypocrite. No. And yes, no, no, no. I, I realized that, but, but then I carried on where I was like, actually, we don't really know our audience, but like we know each other. We know we already have created. I say we've created. A following. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. But actually, we decided, like, after the years of major experience and wisdom and all our, you know, oh, everything. God, exhausting, vast, really. Exhausting amount of, of actual expertise. Um, we now are able, I think, to sit and chat because we do this anytime. We think, like, maybe someone would be interested in listening to this. If they're not, well, we, you know, we'll stop this podcast. Well, but... Jules, like, not to, to toot our own horns. Is that an expression? Toot your whistle? No, it is flog your own horn. I don't know, but it sounds like a great weekend night. Oh, hey. I was about to say that. There's a lot of sexual in your window there. Oh, oh flog that horn. Gross, man. Oh. Um, no, what I'm saying is while, we, <laughs> while we're recording this and we're talking bullshit half the time, there's, there's, we, there's some substance, yeah. obviously, because we know our shit. 
and it's and we are still learning obviously but we 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 know what we're talking about and i think that's what it is educate yourself know your audience create good content mm. um and then hopefully it'll work yeah and someone will notice it and someone else will notice it and yes. then the industry will notice it yeah because you need both sides you need an audience and you need the support of the industry yeah because it's a hella fickle industry this yeah. day Chats, yeah. you've got to have a thick skin yeah and you'll know that better than i would for example yeah. because i work at a brand you're a freelancer and i am a woman and you're a woman, yeah. which we need to discuss in an A podcast sometime. We're going to do that next time. Yeah. Oh, people are going to be keen on that. I know. They're going to be like, oh, subscribe yeah. to the next one. Yeah. Massive feminist. No, totally. Um, okay. So tip of the week. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Um, okay. So my tip of the week yes. would be to not renovate. No, you did that last week. <laughs> it's all I muddled in all the oh, building no, dust you, and crap. A car tip. Go with a car tip. Um, a car tip is always, always, always consider after sales. Like we, we spend a lot of time and it seems like such a general wanky tip that I'm giving. Oh, I know. And it's so, fucking so easy. death boring. But we, we keep talking about it, about it on this podcast is look at what you're getting afterwards. Mm. Investigate your service network, like how many dealers there are. What is the warranty? What does the warranty include? Not yep. all warranties are equal. Yep. What is the service plan? So don't only look at the T-Cross, for example, it has a three-year 45K yep. service plan. The C3 Aircross has a five-year 100. Yes. But they're not all equal. No. So have a look at what's covered. Yes. Look at your lifestyle. Look at how you're going to use the car. Like estimate like what the car is going to cost you and base your decision there. Yes. Like do an emotional decision, of course, and yes. buy the car you love and you want to drive every day. But also for the cost of ownership. Yeah, but uh, like just have a future prediction. Because also, you know, like you can actually, you know, like a service plan, do you convert it to a maintenance plan? Yeah. Because is that better? You've got to look at stuff like that. Ooh. And it really is just uh, if you convert you to a maintenance plan. Sip that wine there. Hey, you got oh, that wine yeah. down oh, there. That okay. Fucking kamusha, it's so yeah. nice. Mm. Thank you, Tanashi. Mm. Um, it really is just if you convert to a maintenance plan doing those sums but yes. a maintenance plan is like i'm going on a tangent again but no. it's like a mm. medical aid yeah. it's money you're putting into something and you might not get the return but it's lovely knowing it's there yes if like you and need it. if you do need it you really yeah. need it yeah oh, people probably like that thing oh so my tip of the week is i wrote this down because i thought about it the other day okay Keep, so much prep. I know. I lit, well, obviously, someone has to. Oh, fine. Um, keep an extra milk in the freezer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You told me a car tip. I know. Because I wanted to see this reaction. And actually, I wing it every week. And how <laughs> dare you? Because. How often do we go out? Every week or second week? No, but I kept this to myself. This one was like a goodie. Oh. Because. So this is a thing. Like, often, like people, often, most people probably have coffee in the morning. Some people don't have milk. And okay, the dairy industry and all that. Okay, I love whatever's peeps who don't want to do it. But in okay, case whether it's an almond milk or maybe you don't have to keep that in a cupboard. But for those of us who are still on the old dairy, okay, is keep that milk in the freezer because yo, I've had people come and stay, and then the next morning I'm like, oh no, run out of milk. And now I'm hungover because they've obviously stayed over, and we've had a hell of a night. And now I've got to go out and buy milk. Now, do you keep fresh milk in the freezer or yeah, no? Long so life? I put a no, no. Oh, long life is not a thing. 
and people need to stop okay. putting that in hotel rooms and serving oh, it to Oh, those me. little oh, pyramids just, of awfulness. Oh, those you little pomelite things. Splash it all over yourself. All over yourself. And it now tastes it's like a ass. wardrobe change. Yeah. So, like confession, I cannot taste the difference between fresh milk and long life milk. I don't know how we are friends. That is a shocking thing. It tastes very different. You, oh my god! That, I mean, Do you smell that. Is that Roscoe? Oh my god! Was it you or Roscoe? Because when have I ever farted in front of you? Oh. I mean, that seems like a very good time to oh end the podcast. God. So we'll chat to you guys next week. Don't forget to follow us on social media. I'm at Juliet MC on Twitter. Juliet Doc McGuire on Instagram. Juliet McGuire drives on Facebook. Terence Go. Um, I am on those things. Um, I'm Terence STP on Instagram, yeah. but it's a really personal account. So if you want to see pictures of wine and Juliet, oh. would, you feature a lot. Who wouldn't? Fine. It's an open account. Look at it first before you follow. Sure. Um, and then Terence underscore Carmag on Twitter. Nice. Okay. And you can email us at carswineandroscoe at gmail.com, which... I have not checked for a while, but send us a mail. Let me see yeah, if I can get yeah, in there. Yeah. We will check it every few months. We will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually just um, like send us DMs on those social media accounts. Yeah, that's and probably If you've better. got questions, especially if you've got questions you want to I have answered quite badly. Yes. Uh, and quite drunkenly. Mm, uh, we'll do it for you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Say bye. Oh, bye.